Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket. This program is made possible by the sponsors of Reach, including HP, Microsoft, Smooth Podcasting, and listeners like you. Reach is a global nonprofit social impact organization whose mission is to create better healthcare experiences for both providers and patients. Reach is focused on sustainable, large-scale improvements in the delivery of care and in the health journey of all people. Reach advocates public health thought leadership, education, and innovation. Be sure to share this podcast and visit them at www.reachtl.org. That's www.reachtl.org. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Saul Marquez here. Today, I have the privilege of hosting Dr. Nguyen Martin. She is a clinical pharmacist at Franklin Square Hospital, which is part of the MedStar Health System, and it's located in Baltimore, Maryland. She received her PharmD degree from Notre Dame University of Maryland in 2014. Previously, she was a pharmacy manager in the retail Walgreens pharmacy. She's an adjunct clinical faculty in the Department of Clinical and Administrative Science at Notre Dame School of Pharmacy. She also participates in a REACH KOL faculty program. Recently, she was selected to be a lead pharmacist to run COVID-19 vaccinations at Franklin Square Hospital. As a pharmacist, she mentors students and new graduates and aims to inspire them to play an active role in the growth of the pharmacy profession. Dr. Martin is driven to help her patients achieve the best possible outcomes and passionate about the healthcare team working together to ensure the highest quality and safety for all of us. So such a privilege to have you here, Dr. Nguyen. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Yeah. And you know, so talk about an amazing time to be doing what you're doing Dr. Martin, it's just, I mean, we need you so much right now with just the difficulties with the virus and everything. We're going to dig into the work that you're doing there, but I'd love to really find out more about you. Tell us what inspires your work in healthcare. Um, yes, it is a great question um, that everybody asked me when I decided to go into pharmacy career instead of other healthcare providers. Um, so being a pharmacist to me is more than dispense medication to patients. Being a pharmacist means that I can ensure medication are being used appropriately to achieve optimal patient outcomes. So I'm lucky enough um, to have a profession that gives me a knowledge, ability to discuss medication with my patients and their families. I enjoy a one-on-one conversation I have with my patients in their rooms on a daily basis. The admission to the hospital is a very stressful time um, for the patient and their family members. And a lot of the stress comes from not understanding the treatment. Um, talked to you earlier on myself. Um, I just gave birth to my son back in 2019. Congratulations. Um, and I mean, like, despite that, my husband and I are both healthcare providers. But because it was the first time I was admitted to the hospital and stressful was understatement. <laughs> mm-hmm. And just imagine non-medical patient going to the same thing. Uh, it is scary, especially during the pandemic when the hospital doesn't allow any visitor or only one visitor per patient. They don't have the support system with them. So as a pharmacist, my goal is to help 
decrease some of the stress of the hospitalization by explaining the treatment uh, regimen, potential side effects, um, desired outcome, um, what to expect throughout the hospitalization in terms of medication therapies. So this allowed me to make a difference to the life of others and see the impact of my work. It's keep me going and inspired me to do more every day. Yeah, that's so great. You know, you're right. And when you get hospitalized, it's stressful. And I mean, here you are, you know, you are a healthcare provider and so is your husband. You and your husband, Dr. Martin, who we had on the podcast, both of you guys are super talented. I mean, just this healthcare insiders, right? And it's still stressful. Imagine all of all of the people that are not. And so such an important role that you play. It's it's very important. Promises are underutilized in that part. A lot of um, team members doesn't know that we can play impact into, you know, we do burden for the providers and nurses, and, you know, we can give insight on drug-drug interaction, IV compatibility. It's just a lot that we can play in. Yeah, no, I would totally agree. And so talk to us a little bit about that value you guys are providing and within the, the realm of like the COVID vaccines and everything, what are you guys doing to help the system kind of do better and in, in distributees and making people feel comfortable? Um, yeah, that's a good question. That's why we have pharmacists running the clinics because we are expert in not only immunized um, patient, but we expert in like drug-drug interaction. A lot of patients come in to vaccinate and they bring a list of medication that's like, okay, I'm on these medications. Um, will I have a reaction to the drug? So we are there to answer their question. I have this um, yesterday. I was at the clinic and the gentleman <laughs> bring literally a, a page of uh, different medications. So I had to look through and see, but all of them are not interact with the vaccine unless you allergic to the MMR vaccine before. So that's why we are there uh, to drive the clinic. Yeah. And so as you think about the the road that you take and how you work with physicians and and really the entire care team what what would you say the pharmacist does to really help provide better outcomes and in a in a unique way yeah um well pharmacist is all about improved outcome and i'm grateful for the collaboration between the physician the pharmacist um at my hospital franklin square which are enable the pharmacist to provide medication management to have patients better understand medication adherence, clinical outcome, um, any dangerous uh, interaction between medication, IV compatibility. Um, a lot of patients only have one IV access, so we have to see if you know um, zosin, vancomycin can run together versus lactate uh, ringer, um, thing like that. Also, medication um, reconciliation is uh, one of the biggest thing in the hospital. This is one of the areas that pharmacists are under ULI. So part of my day, I have to do a medication discrepancy um, during admission, hospital stay, or even uh, one patient discharge. So to give you an idea what my day is like, yeah. um, every morning before I even start my day, um, I usually run several reports such as antibiotics, IV to PO medication, warfarin, vancomycin, aminoglycoside, etc. Because of the collaboration that we have as our hospital, I'm able to manage these medications and take burden from um, the providers. 
And during route, you know, I'll, I'll find out if the patient is going home, if patient discharged, you know, I want to be, make sure patient understand the medication that they're going home with include side effects. If they can afford the medication, um, do they know how to inject certain medication like Lovenox or insulin, or do they have anybody help them to give the injection? And if patients are staying in the hospital, I want to make sure there are, you know, if there are any drugs that start overnight, and I want to make sure if the drug-drug interaction, can I um, de-escalate any antibiotics? Because when patients come into the hospital, um, we start them with impaired broad-spectrum antibiotics. And uh, we get culture back and we get the sensitivity, then I can make any recommendation to the providers. Um, we can change certain medication to uh, more specific to whether it's pseudomonas or MRSA, gram-negative, gram-positive, etc. So I also check on patient renal, whether they are improved or not, because there are so, so many drugs that dose um, by renal function. And one of the sample newest um, drug is remdesivir. Uh, I've heard of remdesivir. Yeah, Yeah. that treat COVID, right? So we have to monitor their renal every day. We have to monitor their uh, liver function. We have to monitor their INR. They have potential of like increased risk of bleeding. So there's a lot going to monitoring and we have an opportunity to contribute to uh, help with all the COVID medication, not just remdesivir. Yeah, that's super interesting. And we, we did a, a podcast not too long ago, just kind of diving into the landscape, like taking a, a retrospective look from the beginning of when the pandemic happened in February, mm-hmm. March to now, and just how providers have tried so many different things yeah. and like, and like the boom and bust of different drugs. And I'm sure that was driving you guys crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, here we go. Here's the new one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and so yeah, it's a it's a critical role that pharmacists play, especially now as we're figuring out how to best suppress inflammation and and you know, yeah. find ways to take care of of our patients in, in when they're in such big need. So talk to us a little bit about setbacks, you know? I feel like we learn more <laughs> from our setbacks and successes. So, do you have one in mind that you want to share that maybe you made the most learnings from? Um, yeah, um one of the setbacks, I would say, technology. Well, technology is one of the big impact for healthcare system, but it can also be a setback. Um, so by corporate or IT. So for example, um, remote work. Before the pandemic, I was selected to be one of the pharmacists pilot the remote work. Um, so this was definitely the best way for me um, as far as increase the work and life um, balanced um, lifestyle. However, because of the pandemic and the administration, we have to go through layers, layers of people to get approved. Therefore, um, the process was delayed for quite a long time. Um, We started back, um, it was supposed to be running back in February and we did not get it running again until like October last year. So it it took a while, but finally we are up and running recently. So I'm happy to report that we do an amazing job and our productivity have increased tremendously and no more delay of patient care because uh, when I work from home, all I focus is verify orders so that, you know, we get the medication to the patient appropriate time. 
uh, without any distraction and thing like that when I'm in the central pharmacy. But yeah, it's a setback. But the key learning is here is whenever we implement a new project, new idea, new innovative technology, it's expected to get delayed because uh, we have corporate, we have IT, we have ton of people working around us. You know, maybe they hesitated to start mm-hmm. new projects, new technology. But as I learned, if we keep persistent, resilient on the projects that we working on, um, at the end, it's, it work out. It's also a learning curve for everybody who works super hard towards their goal to do what they need to do to get the project done. And then it's going to turn out, uh, it work out at the end. Yeah, it always ends up working out. But man, yeah. it, the timelines are long. And, it is long. <laughs> <laughs> and always longer than you expect them. Yeah, it actually took two years for it to launch. And then... After it's like about to launch this pandemic and then, oh. you know, it's just a whole mess, but my gosh. we finally did it. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> You're it's finally there. It's, yeah, it's finally there. And I mean, 10 years ago, I would not imagine pharmacists were able to work from home. Like I'm thinking like nine to five jobs. Um, it's crazy, right? Every day, but it's crazy technology, what they can do to for pharmacy and healthcare overall. Yeah. And so all of the medications being administered or recommended are pushed to you through a an electronic record. You're yes. reviewing them mm-hmm. and then you send back your recommendations to yes. the pharmacy and the nurses and the physicians, right? Yes. Amazing. Yes. And you're doing yeah. it all from your house. All from my house. Yep. Just amazing. I can verify any IV medication. The technician uh-huh. would um, take pictures. So when they make an IV, they take pictures of different ingredients, how much they inject in, how much they take it out from fluid from um, the vial, and how much they inject into the medication, and how much they draw it out and inject into the bag the IV back and I can see every step of the way and I can approve them or if there's anything go wrong, I can only reject and send it back to them and have them redo it. I mean, I'm grateful for technology. And then, so you think about the capability and I mean, just, just incredible, you know, actually the (laughs) other day I was having a chat with uh, one of the chief technology officers of a, of a research Uh uh, and data analytics company. And he told me, that they've actually been able to successfully get two FDA approvals using a, so when they do these pharma trials, the clinical trials, mm-hmm. they're especially for really like significantly ill patients with crazy cancers like brain cancer. There's a control group that is placebo. You know, the placebo control group, yeah. they were able to do placebo control groups with data. So they didn't actually have the patients enroll. Oh, wow. I know. And so things like that, and literally two FDA approvals now, you being able to to really kind of do air traffic control at the hospital with the pharmacist function. Yeah. I mean, the transformation is here. We're doing it, right? Yeah. We are, yeah. I mean, like, I like at home, all I do focus on is just verify the order, get the order done. And leave the another pharmacist at the central to do all this stuff like phone call, anything that resident need uh, or nurse that need and thing like that. So Amazing. it free up a lot of time. Amazing. Well, I'll tell you, that's so fantastic. 
I'm glad you. you shared that. I didn't even know that was possible today. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, like, I do not know either, but <laughs> two years ago, we worked on it and we worked towards the goal and it's happened. I mean, not only, so right now I'm pilots for two of us are pilots, the program, but if it's success and I'm proceed, it will be successful. So we can roll out to other, um, other pharmacists. So like the morning pharmacists, overnight pharmacists, especially overnight pharmacists. So Overnight, it's not going to be that busy. So they can just work from home. Amazing. And then so so I think about the capabilities that arise from this. You know, you, you think about those remote areas in the globe that don't have the expertise that could use it. I mean, it just opens up the access question in a big yes. way. What are your thoughts? Yes. Oh, my God. That's what we are going towards. We are yeah. going towards where pharmacists can based at home and verify order throughout MedStar. Because right now, I, I think Walgreens does that now, where they have a base um, uh, pharmacist verify for the whole state. So that's what we try to do. One pharmacist, two pharmacists, stay home and verify all the orders from different MedStar, like Franklin Union and more. Good Sam, all the hospital, we're able to verify everything um, yeah. at your own home. Just just amazing. The the future's bright. We've made some some amazing leaps through yeah. through COVID. You uh, know. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> it's been challenging, but it you know, is. despite the challenges, we've made some some great strides. So thank you for mm-hmm. sharing that setback and the gem of the progress that's been made through that. Yeah. What would you say you're most excited about, Dr. Martin? the vaccine um it's incredible how fast we got this vaccine approved i mean back in the day it takes years years for one of that vaccine to get approved and we did it within a year and as a pharmacist i'm able to help to vaccinate patients how incredible is that you know since the start of new coronavirus outbreak in december 2019 you know we're not able to see uh, our family members our friends and it, it just reached so much restriction in our society right now and if we can get this vaccine out and we can vac- you know vaccinate mass majority of people and get our life back to normal or somewhat normal. That's the most excited for me today. Super exciting yeah. and, and hopeful. And yes, and <laughs> we, we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast, like, oh, it's the new year, but it's the same thing. <laughs> so people, if you're listening to this and there's an opportunity for you to get the vaccine, mm-hmm. get it. Yep. You know, Dr. Martin's gotten it. Her husband's gotten it. My wife has gotten it. I'm signing up. And so get the vaccine. It's it's the right thing to it's do. A, and, yeah. and it's the way that we get to a better tomorrow. Yep. So Dr. Martin, we're here at the end. <laughs> we're about to conclude. But before we do, why don't you just share a closing thought with, with our audience and also the best place that they could get in touch with you or learn more about your work. That'd be awesome. Yes, thank you. So like I was mentioned before, pharmacists are under your eye. And I just want to emphasize how important it is to incorporate um, pharmacists into healthcare team. And I'm super glad and honored that not only my hospital, but also REACH program have provided me an awesome opportunity to collaborate with other healthcare providers to improve patient care. And at the end of the day, patient care is the most important in our healthcare system. And the best way, I think, to connect with me or get a hold of me 
by my email, which is nhnguyen2709 at gmail.com. Outstanding. Well, thank you for that. And folks, we'll provide the email inside of the show notes, as well as a full transcript and really just uh, any links of, of resources we mentioned during the podcast. Dr. Martin, just want to say thank you for just being with us and sharing your work and, and also all the work that you do in the front lines and from home uh, <laughs> to help us through the pandemic. So thanks again for, for being with us. Thank you so much. This program is made possible by the sponsors of Reach, including HP, Microsoft, Smooth Podcasting, and listeners like you. Reach is a global nonprofit social impact organization whose mission is to create better healthcare experiences for both providers and patients. Reach is focused on sustainable, large-scale improvements in the delivery of care and in the health journey of all people. Reach advocates public health thought leadership, education, and innovation. Be sure to share this podcast and visit them at www.reachtl.org. That's www.reachtl.org.